She's going have... there again. I gotta stop this. <laughs> Where's your mind today, Garvin? For goodness sake, what's going on? It's, you know, don't be telling you, it's not me. Danielle is has a foul mouth now. She's a lover, not a it's fighter. It's the mind that she, interprets it and receives it. Like... In the room, 52 Jokers Wild. Raw and unfiltered. Raw and unfiltered. Raw, oh that's yeah, the way that's it, it goes. Raw Eddie Murphy, eat your heart out. I'm going raw. <laughs> You're going unfiltered, Daniel. Just for the audience sake, we've just been having a, a wonderful conversation. We have no intro at all today. Um, I'm just going to very quickly say that this is Daniel Serpico. She's the CEO and founder of the Black Belt Mastermind Academy. And I was just talking about the fact that I am about to hopefully get accepted as an Irish citizen, but I just thought I should reject myself and everybody else on the show has just agreed because I don't have the Irish humour, unfortunately. I'm sort of, we've got this British... George, you're getting your green, white and orange belt. It's great. <laughs> I know, I know, I will. I'll get those. I'll get those, and then and that should, and hopefully the accent will will evolve. I've been here thirty five years, and hopefully the accent will evolve over the next few years to make me feel really at home. Next few uh, years, as soon as you that, get that, you're wired. going to be going be Jesus and be Gara, left, right, and centre. You'll be a Michael Cushney on steroids. <laughs> You'll be drinking well, got the violin go I mean, the fiddle going. Sorry, fiddle. Already started to play the Irish music, so I'm doing all right with that one. But Very that's good. me. That's me, and I well, shouldn't you, be talking. You, about I'm that. not going to start Irish dancing anytime soon. Trying to kick me back in my ear. With, 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 you know, I know. And, and when toes. we came on the show, as soon as soon as as soon as Daniel came on, uh, basically what happened was Garvin started to insult her, and I went, oh, "We can't do that. No, 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 no. We wanted to feel happy enough." And she said, "Doesn't really matter, George. I'll beat you all up anyway." <laughs> <laughs> so there's our introduction. There you go. There you we, go. We, we know, and most of the show will never be about anything about that. It will be all these kind of wild things that start to happen as we go along. And you've got all these lovely books behind you at the moment. So you're, you seem very academic and very kind of <laughs> educated. You seem no, it's very a... intellectual and, you know, with, with, the, with the universe behind you. Oh, well, that's right. You can see the universe. Nobody else can because we've got a green screen behind me. So I'll have to pop the universe up so that everybody... Maybe that's my background for this week is the universe. <laughs> Garvin, what no, background no, would no, you none like? Of that. I'm actually, Danielle, I'm actually realising because of who you are in the sense of you're actually kick-ass too, whatever it is. You're, you, you can kick-ass. You know, I like the film Kick-Ass. And you mentioned to me just before we started, I can kick your ass. I'm kick-ass. You know, and, and so there, no, I don't know. Actually, I think it's Hit Girl is a girl in that particular movie. But we'll go with Kick-Ass for a second. And if I, I did a little bit of karate as a kid. And they gave me a little bit of a book. And you had to sort of get your little stickers in as to which belt you had and what Dan. Or, and I didn't get to Dan anything. I, I, I was junior something. But... You nearly have to tell people beforehand. It's like you you went out to the pub, you went out to the club, you you walked down the street. I'd be taking out this little card and flashing at people, going, "I have to warn you in advance. If you give me any grief, I'm going to kick your ass." And and I'm, and I'm not assured unless I say, "I am a dangerous weapon." Right? Are you a dangerous weapon? <laughs> I'm most certainly a dangerous weapon. Um, you know, it's it's a kind of it's it's an unfortunate situation because yeah, I get you. I get you that in a way you kind of have to say that to protect yourself in the sense of because if something happens, technically you're you're more at risk of getting into trouble because of the fact that you are considered a dangerous weapon if you're a black belt. Uh, however, 
alerting people that you're a black belt is also kind of a bit of a red flag for trouble. You know, it's going to attract trouble because people will, you know, so on a, on a practical basis from that sense, I wouldn't be recommending that because you'll just bring trouble to yourself, you know. So your superhero name on the back of your, 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 your red lycra knickers and whatever you have is trouble, <laughs> trouble on the back, kick ass on the front and you're going to beware. So everybody beware. So that's, that's what's going on. You're going, you're a woman. You're a formidable woman. A formid- Actually, we're going to say the enemy of my enemy is my friend. So you don't want you as an enemy. So we'll take you as a friend. No, and remember, I am half Italian, you know. So, you know, when oh, you're in the right. family, you don't mess with the family, yeah? <laughs> and that's how you get away with it. And actually, given the week in question, you're doing a Joey. You're going, hey, you know, don't mess with me. You know, so. <laughs> well, most of my... And that's enough. My, you know. Yeah. I, I, I discovered recently that uh, one of my cousin's daughter is also uh, uh, an amateur, um, either kickboxer or, or mixed martial arts uh, champion I'm as amateur. well over yep. in Northampton. Yeah, and uh, uh, a lot of my other cousins who had to be careful, all women, would you believe, or had to be careful of them because they were all into other martial uh, arts. He has and included like, me in that sense. Belts. Oh, it's, it's absolutely desperate because you kind of went, oh, I'm going to have to stay away from you guys. <laughs> you can beat Girl me up. Power. Yeah, Girl power. Absolutely desperate. I mean, I believe everybody really, you know, and, uh, you know, women and men, everybody really has or definitely should, you know, consider learning some self-defense because, you know, it's a good thing to do. And even besides the, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a fighter. I'm a lover, not a fighter. However, <laughs> however, it I, is I, she's opened up a whole kind of worms <laughs> on that one. I'm chomping at the bit to get back in now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I do believe that we all, we all kind of, it, it helps in so many ways. You know what I mean? I mean, martial arts and all of that and, you know, having that, it's so much more than obviously from the, the the protective physical aspect. It's it gives you so much more. So everybody everybody could could do with some martial arts training. Well, I know George, that uh, George, um, when I first came to before Belfast, I forget, not, George, you got to call this episode. Sorry, I'm a lover, not a fighter. Because I'm a lover, not a fighter. <laughs> Well, actually, my next little bit of story then will actually comply with that because, and I've said actually, goodness knows how many times in that sentence, which we try to cut out. <laughs> I, well, I, well, after my first son was born in Norwich, which he hated me for because he wanted to be Irish like the rest of you, <laughs> and has hated me ever since. No, he hasn't. Um, we came, I came back and I worked with a group of people in, in West Belfast, and a lot of the kids were kind of going, oh, we could do all this sort of stuff, George. You know, what can you do? And I said to them, well, actually, you've just shown me exactly what you can do. You have no idea what I can do. And they went, ooh, okay, right. Now we better stop because we have no idea what George can do because he hasn't shown us. And that, I found, was a great defense. <laughs> it it, it is, absolutely. I think that's a, that's a great point. That's why you don't really want to alert people of, of what you have, you know, up your sleeve. Um, yeah. yeah. She's so going have- there again. I got to stop this. <laughs> Where's your mind today, Garvin? For goodness sake, what's going on? It's, don't be telling you, it's not me. Danielle is has a foul mouth now. She's a lover, not a it's fighter. It's the mind that she, interprets it and receives it. She's people left, right, and sent her a little card of to beware, I'm Italian. 
She's Italian. 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 Passionate people. We'll have to start uh, talking about spaghetti then and stuff like that. I am remembering as a kid uh, in the local disco, and I think I was uh, 14, 15 years of age, and I started karate. I, I was probably about three and a half lessons in, but I was six or six at 13 or 14, and so therefore long and gangly with three lessons on how to kick properly or not. More than likely, I thought I could kick properly. Sorry, butterf- I'm probably going to mix women with, 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 with actually karate and go, I'm doing butterfly kicks or something. I know. But I was doing- Sorry, was that women so- or swimming? Swimming. Oh, actually, oh right. I, was, it was, <laughs> I thought it was I'm women. I'm mixing swimming with the women in the disco dancing. So <laughs> I was at this night, no, it wasn't a nightclub, it was a kiddies disco. And a bunch of the local how you lads, because I hung out with the girls, the women. I was one of the girls. I always was. I couldn't talk sport. I was one of the girls. So all my friends were girls, but all the guys that got to know me got to know me to get to know the girls I knew. That was the sort of, I was the doorway into the access. Access denied was what was going on. I was a kick-ass for the girls because I was tall and kept the ruffians away unless they wanted to you know, sort of let them approach. But I always got picked on because I was tall and I hung out with girls. And if they, if they got the rejection, I think if they got the rejection from the girls, they took it out on me. So I always found myself in the middle of this big, huge circle that wasn't there four and a half seconds ago, that you were suddenly in an instamatic ring and there's a lot of people crowd, like cheering you on and someone is trying to kick the holy bejesus out of you. And now, but I was three lessons into karate at this stage. They didn't, they didn't know what to contend with. And I started doing all these fancy moves. Now, admittedly, I think the guy was about 17 feet away from me. I was doing these moves over the other side. I was doing backflips. I was doing roundhouses. I wasn't doing them in any particular order. I just re- was trying to remember, you do this, you do that. And if I do this, I'm sweeping 15 foot of air with about four and a half stone of leg. If they come anywhere near me, they're going to fly across the room. But I think it's like every karate film out there. It's dangerous not to know it and think you know it. And you start doing half moves. That was me. I was doing my half karate moves, but because I was tall, I was dangerous. And I, it's what I hit you with by accident not on purpose, is what you had to avoid. So I did learn it afterwards, but I just remembered, I, yeah, you need to know it. You need to be, it was actually about, near you in my case, getting rid of the asthma, giving yourself self-confidence. And the last thing, actually, when you learn to hold sport, you suddenly realize we're saying, if you're aware of what's going on, run. Your whole job is not to engage. It's exactly. only as a last option. Exactly. You're totally I think, I think right. And it's funny because a little knowledge goes, uh, it can be dangerous, actually. Yes. Oh, I'm dangerous well, with a little knowledge. <laughs> we see that little knowledge. Uh, I remember we, we took up uh, taekwondo when we were in Belfast. Uh, I forget which. It was around about 1987. And uh, about, ah, again, three or four lessons into to, to learning it, I happened to be on a bus that was hijacked. And wow. we were all uh, ordered off. And you kind of went, that looks like a plastic gun. That looks silly. You know, you could use the bit of the tight. And I went, no, just put that aside. You don't know enough. That's mm. dangerous. You could end up dead because it probably is a real yeah. gun. And you yeah. need to just get off. And I and actually, actually, because of the experience, I decide, do you know what? I'm not going to play around with that tool. Of <laughs> yeah. I will use another method, which doesn't inquire, uh, require any kind of violence or any of that using if you like, uh, psychology to get myself out of a lot of these kind of issues. And so far, it's done me quite well. 
because I, I think I'm more of a pacifist than, than anything else. Yeah, yeah. And it I has, mean, it really... has kept me well, you know. Now, yeah. I remember yeah. something quickly. I'm going to bring you back in a second, Danielle, because he's at the reminding me that you're also something else. I think you might be a hypnotist. Now, I'm remembering some other TV comedy <laughs> program going, look around the eyes, not into the eyes, around the eyes. So you don't even have to use your karate or your, your, your martial arts. I think that's the reason you why he's going off on these very strange, funny things. To hand his purse over to you. <laughs> that's why I think that you're, you, you should have a double warning on you, I think. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way to do it, yeah. And I mean, I think that's that's, I mean, there's so many, we were talking about it before and we had a bit of a chat, but there's so many correlations between uh, being a martial artist and being a hypnotist uh, and influence and persuasion. There's so many similarities across the board. So, um, you know, I was a black belt. I, I had learned and I had taught people how to defend themselves physically. And then I kind of just, you know, easily slotted into and kind of, slided into the realms of 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 helping people to protect themselves mentally as well so it kind of it it just happened <coughs> I, naturally. i'm reminded of the karate kid one two three four six and seven i don't know many of them are anymore and it's mr <laughs> Miyagi. here we have mrs miyagi i think i don't know what you know it's wash on wash off i don't know whether you have any children but i can imagine your household the husband <laughs> the kids are washing on and washing off all over the place i wish i wish <laughs> that would be good <laughs> but uh, yeah it's much easier to hypnotize mesmerize and otherwise people that aren't you know uh, the, the closest people to you so they them you have to work a different way very covertly <laughs> so i know indirectly what she's doing is i don't smoke i'm gonna leave here i'll be smoking cuban cigars by the end of the conversation <laughs> i wonder what's going on <laughs> exactly. well there's this there's an interesting thing then uh, do people have to be susceptible to hypnotism or can you hypnotize anybody everybody is hypnotizable everyone All is right. hypnotizable. everyone is hypnotizable be because everybody is suggestible Ah, everyone yes. is suggestible so if you can learn and if, if if you have learned anything in your life ever ever how to tie your shoelaces how to mm. walk how to anything at all then it means that you are suggestible so if you are suggestible then you are hypnotizable because that's all it is it's li literally su suggestion the power of suggestion I don't know if the name, again, because we had a five-minute conversation about a week ago, I don't know what I know. I don't even actually know if it was you. It could have been some <laughs> other woman altogether, and I'm just mixing and matching conversations. I know, but I, I think know. it's, did you We're mention Paul sister. McKenna anywhere along the way, or is it some other hypnotist? Because yeah, Paul McKenna is, um, I've done a lot of training with Paul McKenna because he was my first um, influence to, you know, to get into all of this when, you know, we won't go through the whole saga, but when 12 years ago in 2009, my life kind of totally changed the direction and I went from being a restaurateur uh to to kind of getting into all of this stuff and i came across a book by paul mckenna and i read it and it helped me a lot and i liked it i liked the practicality of it it made sense to me and then i started to do it that was always my my forte was i may not have been as academic as the rest of my family 
but I was the doer in the family. So when I kind of read something or heard something, I would put it to action straight away and see if it worked. So I put it to action and it worked. And so I read all of Paul McKenna's books. And then I started to, because that's how my mind works, I kind of started to wonder, well, what is it he's studying? What is it he learned? So I wanted to find out who he'd been trained by. So I discovered he'd been trained by a guy called Richard Bandler who you probably know and I'm sure you know I know nothing the, I know nothing <laughs> is the co-founder of um, a, a system called NLP which stands for neurolinguistic programming which basically simply means how we program ourselves how we um, influence ourselves with the language that we use internally how we uh -huh. speak to ourselves and the language that we use externally, how we speak to others and the effect that has, good or bad, effective or not. And I really like that. So I started reading Richard Bandler's books and basically I ended up going over and studying with Richard Bandler and Paul McKenna was at a lot of the trainings because he's one of his top students. So he was kind of assisting him. So so I did a lot, a lot of training uh, all the way up and originally it was just for me and then it became my business. So that's the kind of the Now the I'm also remembering so again, you said last week you might go back to the restaurant business. I think you went off, armed yourself to the teeth. <laughs> now you're going back to the restaurant business and you're gonna be at each table going, You don't want the white wine, you want the you want the whiskey. You don't want the whiskey, you want the craft forty year old whiskey. 200 quid a bottle. Yes, you do, two glasses. And then on to the next table. You know, so you do want dessert. Don't be giving me that at all. You know, so order two. Bring one home for the dog. You know, it's so I, I can see why you're getting back into the business. Now I remember Paul McKenna because I only had one interaction with him when I was a student in the College of Commerce back in 1989 or something like that. So I think he's been around, he probably was in his short pants then. I don't know how old he is, but he was deaf definitely then he was given the college hypnotizing uh, yeah. Freshers Week uh, show. Yeah. And I was with my buddy, and my buddy was a man's man, a lad about town, a lad's lad. I, and I said, he was not susceptible, so he taught. And he yeah. was yeah. there going, I'm going to go along front row, and I'm going to give him a bit of the bit of grief. I'm going to be the heckler. You know, and he was. Uh, but by God, was he entertaining on stage afterwards. You know, because yeah. when he got up there, this is exactly what Paul wanted. Because... Yeah. He was the most malleable. He was the most pliable. <laughs> this guy was chasing, I think, three, three foot four Arnold Schwarzenegger leprechauns, naked leprechauns, for about a week afterwards. He had flashbacks for 10 years. He, he hasn't recovered to this day, he says. One of the best, you know, he didn't, he couldn't tell the, the, the he says he sort of realized he knew it was strange and it was questionable that there was an naked leprechaun in front of him that looked like Arnold Schwarzenegger, but it seemed reasonable at the time. And he had a job to do to catch him and bring him back and do, you know, and bring him back to the show. So, but it was a great show, really enjoyed it. That's where, that's the only place I heard about Paul McKenna. I knew he's a hypnotist until you mentioned it 30 years later. But now yeah. I'm going, I hope to God, she, by the end of this show, I'm not chasing sort of well, four foot six. I, I, I'm, I'm actually... You, know. you never know. <laughs> yeah, well, well, the interesting there, thing there is that, um, is that we're creative. And, and you've mentioned you, you've started, a, you've written a book, you've written a novel, and I know I've written a couple of novels. And, and when you're writing, when you're getting into that kind of writing process, you, you suddenly experience, literally in your mind, the environment that you're writing about. And 
the characters that you're going through as you as you try to develop what do they want and what's stopping them from getting it and how are they going to get through this next scene and, and you were talking about a leprechaun there, and I was seeing a little leprechaun. Not really, but actually, you, your imagination can create She's hypnotised her, George. Hypnotized She's already at it. We're already She's there. winking that eye every five minutes. <laughs> I should think I don't know this. Well, I, I've got I've got several little, you know, watches, you know, little sort of... I should have should have brought them on, because I've got my little watch that you could actually just hit... You know, I don't think it works that way, but but I think that's... It, 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 it's an interesting kind of concept, because what you're tapping into because i'm thinking about the psychology of how we would teach someone to learn now from my perspective i'm not using the neuro-linguistic programming but i'm actually aware yeah. of the cognitive <laughs> thing you know of where... no she's saying george you're yeah. definitely not using that trust no, me no 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 definitely <laughs> So no, yes. but we've got the acronym yes. we've got the three letters that's about as close as well, we're I going to get to it last week but the thing <laughs> is that one of the things I had looked at was the fact that it uses a, uh, it, it looks at the Gestalt kind of psychology, which I tend to use a little bit, uh, which which means I'm not because uh, I've mentioned it that <laughs> being Gestalt is looking at the whole picture. The other thing is that we're constructivists because, and as a filmmaker who constructs a story and lays it out and looking at frameworks, we're looking at how we build upon the experience that someone has before and then starts to help look at where the blind spots are because I'm also looking at counselling at the moment and uh, how you then help them, challenge them to, to nurture them in a slightly different direction. So it is a lot of what people are doing using different formats are to try and help to... It literally do that, find out where the blind spots in the story that someone's actually telling and help yeah. them to manipulate, you know, move in a certain direction so they can get them out of that kind of same sort of situation. And I think, I mean, explain neuro linguistic programming. How does. No, as a, George, as a, I'm not no, letting I you do. go there. Yeah. No, sorry. No, this no, is I not do, an LMP program. No, 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 no. I think this is important just in a few in few moments to explain that kind of process because go on. you were talking. That's going to be on every single show out no, there. I'm an LMP no, practitioner. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. This it is what matter. it is. Here, no, on, I think I think it's part of the, because you've talked about the, 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 the things that you were doing in the past there, sort of Garvin. So I think it's, it is important just to, to connect to that kind of sense, just just very briefly, because then we'll move on to aliens in a short time, I'm sure, <laughs> and we'll get that yeah. that part going. Yeah. But just well, briefly, just give a yeah. just to give us a kind of concept there. Yeah, you've got ten well, seconds. Nine, eight, seven, six. <laughs> no, nine, four. stop it! Stop it! She'll hypnotise you and make exactly. you think that you're a little fairy in a second or two, <laughs> and you'll flutter you away think? somewhere. I know I background. am. Yeah, there's, there's no, no thinking involved there. That's a that's a given. <laughs> and we're talking about the 19th century concept of a fairy nothing else okay just in case the audience picks up wrong and thinks we're yeah. talking about something else <laughs> sorry the, the difference between um what i do and what a lot of nlp practitioners say they do as as garvin just said oh another nlp practitioner i'm not an, an nlp practitioner um first of all he's a kick-ass black belt <laughs> mastermind exactly. that's it I, exactly i teach my own system um the mastermind method which is which is and as we were we had a bit of a chat before is is the concept of everything that i've learned so far which includes if we want to label it nlp mm. if we want to label it nlp because remember nlp was just a label that richard bandler and john grinder the creators of it gave it now they didn't actually create it it was already there so 
a lot of NLP practitioners, because obviously it's different levels. So a lot of people say they're NLP practitioners, but what they've done is they've just done a, one course and they've done, you know, a few days training and they think, or they even think, as we're saying, a little knowledge can I be dangerous. you're doing that course, yeah. actually, yep. Yeah, they think, yep. well, do, do my course, obviously. No, yeah, no, oh, oh, yeah, as a free one, thank you very much. We'll take that coupon. <laughs> well, I have a free one discount. starting next week. Yeah. yeah, I have a free course starting next week. Um, but like, people do, will do a free course or they'll do even a one week long course and they think that they're experts in a subject. Yeah. And we all know that, that it doesn't work that way. My favorite saying is it's also right to be wrong. But, you know, because every time that you prove yourself wrong, you've, you know, those biases, those blind yeah. spots, you've expanded your, your map. So the way I see NLP is very simply, it's it's a universal method. They're, they are universal principles that have always been there. And it is how to influence somebody in the most beneficial way, either yourself or yeah. somebody else in the most effective way. Now, a lot of NLP practitioners, what they'll do is, and hypnotists, by the way, they'll learn scripts. They will yeah. learn techniques. And they, in, in my humble opinion, they haven't got a clue what they're doing because all they're doing is, you know, you'd say... It's regurgitating. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. regurgitating. Yeah. They've learned... I've got a spot. I've, of, I've, the sun is shining. Sorry about this, but the sun is starting to... And George won't give out to me. It's starting oh, to... Oh, I will. God, goodness gracious. That here. green screen, if it doesn't I, I, work... I'm going to get up. You leave you two to us and close <laughs> I, the window. I, I Go on. see this, you know. Okay, yeah. okay. It gives so a few what, moments what, to... Yeah. What they will do is they will learn um, a script or a technique and they think they understand it but all they've been doing is they've been given the fish they haven't been taught how to fish so yes. so i like to do it the opposite way around i like to teach people show people the principles and then they can make up it their own is. scripts they can use their own methods once they understand the principles because in my opinion again all the modalities are are have the same principles yeah. it's just we've yeah. labeled them for marketing purposes so, so and I think that, that NLP, NLP is hypnosis, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Well, I know that, uh, I mean, I, I mean, I've studied education. I've, I've taught people how, how to, to learn how to do stuff. And, and, and it's not the teaching. You don't want to be teaching. If you're teaching, you're actually, it's wrong. It's all about the learning. It's how people learn and you, and you become sort of person centered and your focus. Uh, and I was talking to someone the other day, I, yeah, actually, I'm uh, driving up I to the stop pictures. For a second and go, I'm what the, you're the educationist. He's I'm the educationist. Yeah, of, I don't know how many subjects. Right, he's got a master's in this, that, the other. He keeps on telling me that's the great thing about it. <laughs> so I know he's read a lot of books and he's actually mastered them all. And he got this sticker to say he is no, qualified. No, 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 no. I yeah. no, no, that's fine. I'm the opposite. I'm the one you're talking about. I went and read the introduction chapter to about 25 books. <laughs> yes. I read the summary at the end and I, meant, and I actually memorized a couple of acronyms. I chuck them all in together just and I, and I go, right, I know enough. That's me. Enough to bamboozle, but if you go deep, I'm in trouble. I can go wide. But you <laughs> then said about centered. You're going. You're. You're, you're saying. Uh, I, I don't know what the word. Person centered. We were talking about right. person centered. Right. Where we're That's actually focusing on the individual. I'm now, self centered. As we go. Yeah. As we go further so, and further into this conversation, that is definitely. So the focus is. Uh, there is you go. So I'm a self centered synopsis -centered. reader, practice preacher. <laughs> And no, no, go, go wide and not deep. George is actually what you need to be talking to. <laughs> yeah, well, I, but the interesting thing is that Garvin is learning. 
because what's interesting Not about the Not to shut process up long that, enough to let you have a word, but I mean, yeah. soon enough. <laughs> no, no, no. But the thing is, that what I'm finding is fascinating is over the last year or so, and, and a, lot of these, a lot of these processes take time, and they also need people to slow down and not to be constantly trying to race to get somewhere because it is it is a case of gradually building taking small steps small chunks and and really trying to get to know what was going on. we got into a little i got into a little bit of trouble with garvin yesterday because i kept going sort of uh, you're a you're a, 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 an unconscious incompetent <laughs> threw my hand at the screen didn't mean to be doing that every word was this Unco yeah. incompetent subconscious <laughs> incompetent you know, <laughs> so I, I rephrased it. I, think, oh, I don't <laughs> I even think it's uncompetent. It's incompetent. So it is, it is a, there is an incompetence here, but basically what well, it was I'm, was I'm the, definitely bolting them both together, but I, I know yeah. that much. But, uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Now, we, George, we are... I'm going to swing it back because I want to go superhero super hero here because <laughs> Danielle is my superhero. She's, oh, she, right. as I said, she's kick-ass. He's idolizing you. That's something she's else hypno, that we need. <laughs> that other hypno, hypno guys, kick-ass hypno. So we're going, that's two superpowers you've got so far. You probably have a bunch of others in your handbag. But I mean, it's the rest of us. I, I got tall. I've got tall cornered. That's about all I've got cornered at the moment in terms of my superpower. But you've got two superpowers. Are you going to use them on the next Kickstarter, Dragon's Den, to raise some funds for your, for your business? That's what I want to know. For my new cafe. Yes, there's yes. an idea there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, have, I have an idea for a cafe. Yeah, absolutely. So um, so you never know. Maybe I'll go to Dragon's Den yeah, and hypnotize them. To, to but that's it. Them. Well, no, we're really going back to it. You've got to, you have a superpower. Have you been yeah. using it or abusing it? <laughs> I abuse it in the best possible way. <laughs> I abuse it for my gains, but it also simultaneously helps others. So, you know, I mean, it's funny because like this year with lockdown, a lot of businesses have suffered. My business has boomed, you know, um, you know, and it's been it's been great because everybody wants to get back into learning and, and developing. And so um, it's been a great boost, you know, so my my business quadrupled. <laughs> Oh wow! You know, over, over, no, over uh, the... look into my eyes, not around my eyes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's four hundred euro an hour, not a hundred euro an hour. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we have a lot of. I have a lot of my minions coming out here now into the world. So there's a lot of them, um, mini me's. You know, it's yeah. kind of like it's spreading. They're all hypnotized. <laughs> they don't realize it. They're going off there doing pyramid selling for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're doing good. We're doing good. We're changing lives and helping people feel better. So I suppose yeah. that's the superpower, isn't it? That's helping it. helping people in the process. Well, we 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 talked to um, we've talked a number of times with different people about this this great reset, and I do think that um, we are going through a great reset in ourselves. We have to we have to obviously a lot of what we were doing before isn't going to work anymore, and we have to think of a new way of working to interact with others and to open up doors and possibilities. And and I yeah. I, I know that through the pandemic we've had an opportunity to talk to more people than we ever did before and before yeah. the pandemic you would have gone out and you would have tried to find a way to link in with people and, and it wasn't I don't think it was as easy as it seems to be now but the internet has actually given us that opportunity to oh. open doors is that what yeah. you've been finding yourself have you been well, absolutely I mean I was all my business was offline 
And I would have been a year and a half. Oh, it's so, so right to be wrong. I'm delighted I was wrong because I would have said a year and a half ago, I would have said, there's no way I could do NLP trainings. No way I could teach people hypnosis or do sessions online. Has to be live, has to be face to face in person. And um, <laughs> very quickly, I had to reevaluate and say, oh, whoops, I got to do something here. Because, you know, when when everything closed down, I literally I just finished a seven day training live. It was in March, whatever it was, 21, 2020. And um, the, the the next day, the, the, the two days later, the I think it was on my birthday, believe it or not, 13, yeah, 13 March, March the 13th. Yeah. My yeah. present to me in 2020 was here you go, here's something you didn't have before a global <laughs> pandemic. Global you go pandemic. off and see how you do Isn't with that. that great, one. <laughs> great present. So, um, so yeah, so I had to reevaluate very quickly what I was doing because everything had been in person. I was doing, I, I, I had to cancel loads of talks, lots of workshops, lots of trainings, et cetera, et cetera. So I said, okay, I've got to give this a go. And thankfully not only did it work but it actually proved to work well so there is a lot of benefits to doing online people feel more comfortable in their own home there's more availability for people to explore something that they didn't explore before because they don't have to travel they don't have expenses la 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 so it actually worked out really really well so um thankfully now i have noticed now lately People are chomping at the bit to get back out again. So I'm going back to the lives now, you know, now it's time to kind of, we've had enough of it to an extent, yeah. to an extent we want to get back out. So um, it'll be a mixture. I think, I think, you know, Zoom and, you know, all of this is here to stay a lot more now, yeah. a lot more. Um, but obviously it'll be a mixture of, you know, well, inter, we, we you know, were have, saying that, yeah, we yeah, were saying yeah. there's a, we, we, I think we believe there is a higher value, lower volume in the room experience to be had that want to be closer to the people yeah. to get that you nearly feel the energy yeah i'm sure Absolutely. you can feel it through the through the, yeah. the, 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 the well i feel it i mean i have a big community now and they're all kind of like okay we want to get together we want to see each other in person so we'll help you out with um, that we've got a place oh yeah I'll I give you a discount. You, you give me a coupon, me, I'll give you a coupon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Come to with me. I have a great event coming up, an NLP course in in 2022. In, in, in My Tuscan. wife will rip your arm off. I'm not even going to tell her that. But she, I know she's not going to know because she won't listen to the shows anyway. So yeah. now, here's one for you, Lorraine. If you listen to this show, you've just been invited to Italy by Daniel Serpico. You went to Wonderful Ones here before. But oh, I know you don't listen. You've got to get through 83 yes. of them to get to here. So if you get here, we'll go to Italy with Danielle. But there you go. I'm she not has telling a year you directly. Oh, <laughs> ah, well. <laughs> but do, do you find the, um, the interaction? Sorry, sorry, I just want a bit more information there. How many people would go to that close proximity type, be in the room with Danielle? Well, the, the well, I mean, I do different live events. So I have a, a, a boot camp, a Black Belt Mastermind boot camp day, which that's, that's the kick ass one, kick ass with the boot. Yep, got that one. Yeah. That's the kick ass day. Now, normally I would kind of have it's a fairly closed event. I mean, I give talks for 50, 100, whatever, 200 people. But the, the workshops would be more maybe about 20, 25 would probably be my maximum limit, um, you know, because it's more of an intimate event. That's you still know? a crowd. We want what, it is quite, if you it's quite a bit, 25 yeah. is intimate. I don't yeah. even want to know that. Yeah, Joey. Well, I know, I know the difference is that uh, we, when in the classroom, 25 was a bit more uh, harder to work with than, than 16. Well, compared 16, to like yeah. most NLP courses, like Richard Bandler's NLP course oh. that I was on in, in, you know, many, 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 many times was, was um, what was it, 3,000 3, in the My room God. or something like that. Yeah. So, so, you know, it's 
for 20, 25 people is intimate for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was pretty. No, what I was, what I was about to ask there was um, the interaction with people. Um, how do you experience the difference between what they're doing online, where where you're a, a flat screen, if you like, to the to the fact that you're in the room with them? Do you, do they operate differently with you? Totally. I mean, it is immediately. There's there is a difference. I mean, the, I mean, it, it has worked well, and I think people were so eager to do it, and you know, we we needed that connection. So the internet gave us that. Thank God for that. It gave us that ability to be able to do that. Um, so we managed. We managed. However, on a on a communication level and without getting all into the technicalities, you've probably heard that we communicate in different ways. And mm-hmm. in psychological and hypnosis and NLP terms, we call this like we use visual communication, we use auditory communication, and we use kinesthetic communication, which is our we speak through our feelings, through our movement, et cetera, et cetera, as well. That's so, why I'm usually gesticulating all over the shop and people don't get me unless yeah, they're in the you're room. You're very kinesthetic, yeah. So <laughs> so what happens is when we're live, you've got that extra element of, yeah. of touch, of cl- proximity, of movement, of that feeling. So it, it it's it's like a it's it's like a slightly higher level. Yes, I mean there is there is a difference. There is a difference. Plus, I think from having done so much online for the past, you know, whatever for sixteen months or whatever it is, um, I've noticed there's only so much of an attention span online. Mm. You know, you can't do a a an eight hour a day uh, NLP training online, which I haven't been doing. They've been shorter NLP trainings, you know, shorter courses with maybe a couple of hours a day. But that's about the max two or three hours split up over the day. But eight hours intensive, you can only do if you're doing live. You know, it won't. It won't. Yeah, work. I, 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 the the other thing is that. Um... I don't know about you, but there is a spiritual element that goes out of you when you're with a group of people like that. And and what we found, again, in the teaching area is that you could only do five hours. If you did six hours, you you were physically shattered and you had yeah. to you had to re, re rebuild those energy levels. Now, I'm not trying to talk in a spiritual sense, but I did notice yeah. that as a as as a lecturer, that if I was doing six hour days teaching, that my my I came home literally crawled across the door frame and fell asleep for a good hour or two because because that energy was going out. So it was, I'm well, sure you'd find the same thing. Well, if we're going into that realm, okay, um, you know, and I'm very practical. I'm very yeah. practical. Um, but what I realized when I learned all of this and when I started, the more the more I learn every day the more I realize how much I don't know, right? You know, which is great, which is wonderful. And the more I tap into something, you know, and, and I know this sounds maybe a bit hocus pocus, but something bigger than me, bigger than all of us, something that I can't explain. Yeah, I thought, right? I'm, well, taller, and, I'm taller than you. Yeah, that, that's, that's <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And what happens is every single NLP course that I've done is about eight, eight nine hours a day. Right. Seven days straight, seven days straight. And people say to me, my God, how do you do it? Where do you get the energy from? And I get I get a lot of people I get counselors, coaches, you know, psychiatrists, doctors, therapists coming to me every day to learn NLP. And they all ask me the same questions as where do you get the energy from? How come you're not depleted? How come you're not depleted Mm. and lacking in energy? And our sponsors are Red Bull. And there's one for everyone in the audience. Coffee, Italian coffee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, well, there are two answers. The, the first answer, the very quick answer, is that what happens is um, 
if you're focused and I get because I teach people, I help people a lot with this. A lot of coaches that are burnt out and, and counselors and therapists yeah. who are exhausted and depleted. And said, how do you protect? There's a common denominator here that all of these people are all the same people and they're all burnt out. None of their patients yeah. are burnt out. They're burnt <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah. Well, it yeah. happens because what they're doing is they're letting in the, the yeah. energy, the negative energy. And the, if you're if you're and I, I give this example often that like if your vessel like if your vessel yeah. is full, full. Yeah. yeah if your vessel is full then you can give out give out give out um without feeling tired if you know how to refill that vessel continuously if you don't know how to yeah. refill the vessel continuously then you're going to start getting exhausted depleted negative angry bitter that's why people you know we see people who are you know maybe angry resentful bitter older people who think the world you know woe me and stop talking about me like that well, for god's sake i mean <laughs> it's my it's our show you've done nothing but insult us since you got on <laughs> ah you were the one that started it but i think this is important stuff because yeah. it, you know a lot of people have these problems and we're, it yeah. comes out in so, this show quite a bit exactly so we we've got to know how to refill our own cup that's really really important and one of the very simply because this works with public speaking we get people who are afraid of public speaking very simply if you're doing one thing you can't be doing another thing at the same time so if you're focused as a coach as a therapist as a trainer as a teacher as a friend as whatever it is you know as, as a salesperson anything on that other person then if you're focused on them then you can't be in yourself at the same mm. moment yeah. So when you're not in yourself and you're you're focused on them, your attention is going outwards. You are you are you you're you're not going to get depleted. It's only when you start going in internally, and you're not with the person, you're not present and focused on that person, that you're going to start getting depleted. So that's the number one rule. It's the same with public speaking. If you're focused on your audience, not going back into yourself, what are they thinking about me? What are they thinking about me? What are they thinking about me? If I'm going back into myself and think, what are they thinking about me? Then I can start getting afraid. Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. if you're focused on the other people, how am I going to help them? How am I going to help them? How am I going to help them? Then it's impossible for you to feel fear at the same time. So that's one key element for public speaking, for people with fear, for people who want to be less depleted if they're working with people, et cetera, et cetera. But it also goes into what you're saying about spirituality how do i do seven days straight now one of the rules with hypnosis one of the basic principles of hypnosis nlp which is the same thing neurolinguistic programming is exact same thing as hypnosis just another label right is is that that we want to as effective communicators and when i say effective communicators i mean you and i both of us mm -hmm. the three yeah, of us you and you and george talking about you now say so garvin <laughs> is an example of the ineffective communicator george is an example of the effective communicator uh, you're, so you're we have now effective. people understand what yeah. the difference is yeah. <laughs> so, so to be an effective <clears throat> communicator and what i mean by effective is we've heard the quotes like you know the single biggest problem with communication is the illusion that it's taking place right most of us think we're communicating but we're not we're kind of going nah, 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 and we're not actually connecting right so there's no effectiveness right so to be effective one of the key rules the, the key rule is to bypass the conscious mind to bypass mm. the conscious mind. So you get into the subconscious because the, the conscious mind is just that critical analytical mind that thinks and knows it all and really doesn't know anything, okay? We wanna get into the subconscious. Why does she keep on looking at me when she's saying this and then looks at you when she's saying the good things? Yeah. No, actually, hang on a second. Gavin, Gavin, that's your inner self yeah. sort of criticize. You need to put that to sleep at this point. No, I'm watching her. I'm watching her. Danielle. She's looking at you when all the positive stuff comes out and she's looking at me when she's saying 
You think you're communicating, do you now? And you think communication's happening. <laughs> Maybe that's the beauty of the fact I don't have your image available to me to look at. I only have Danielle's, so it's just, just I'm having a I'm watching her, George. You. You're getting all the kudos. I'm getting all the kick-ass. So I don't know what's ah. going on here. <laughs> okay, so, let's get back so, to it. So what happens is when... Um, so, so when I do an NLP course, and you know where you're saying you get tired, what I would what I would say is, that's actually probably the most effective time, um, because when you get tired, and that's why an NLP training is designed that way, seven days long, eight hours a day minimum, so that the person is actually the intellectual the conscious mind is getting tired. So what happens uh. is normally day one, day two you know the person is kind of feeling sometimes even a bit frustrated they wonder all fresh and as as a, you know as a daisy and they're all feeling good and they think they're taking this all in and in a certain manner day two day three they're starting to kind of get a bit tired and you'll i'll get people coming up to me on day three saying i don't know if i'm getting this danielle i don't know if i'm getting this i don't know like because one of the things that we we learn and we, we were we, we we learn on an lp course is not to write things down so ah, that's like you know. Yeah. Oh, geez, I'm halfway there. Then I don't even have a pen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Let me> go. <laughs> I, I'm going to stop you for a second. I think I told George this before, and I might have said it in the show because I've got a business background like yourself, and as an accountant, I learned never bring a pen and paper to any meeting because if you end up writing anything down you're carrying work away the game is it's not mine it's someone else's i'll be there i'll contribute but i've no pen and paper i'm not bringing any work home well you see that okay that's a different that's a different reason right very clever reason but different reason so the reason why i suggest for you to not be writing something down during an NLP course. And this obviously breaks every intellectual academic rule because, you know, anyone who's done courses before thinks, right, take notes, take notes, take notes and study them, study them. But remember, that's all intellectual. So what happens is when you're writing something down, if I'm a hypnotist, right, and I want to effect change on you, okay, I've got a knee, I, I want you present with I'm closing my eyes, I'm not looking into her eyes or around her eyes, I know she's up to something. If, if you're writing something down, where are you? Yeah. Your your eyes are down, yeah, you're and down, you're in yeah. the past. You're yeah. actually in the past. You're not with me in the present because you're writing something down. What did she say? What did she just say there? And you're scribbling away and I'm still talking about the next bit and you're trying to play catch up the whole time. So you're constantly in the past and you're not in the present. And if you're not in the present, then how can you be influenced? Danielle, have you not noticed no. anything in this show yet? I don't. I know you've listened to none of the ones before. George might be in the past. I'm actually in the future. I am actually preempting <laughs> what no, you're going no. to say next think, and trying to beat you to it. We're, I'm we're not in the, the past. Yeah. I'm going, this is the next word Danielle's asking. I'm going to say it for her. I'm jumping <laughs> in so I can get back in again. That's what I do. I'm, I'm one of those ignorant so-and-sos that wants to get, I'll finish her sentence for her so I can talk again. That's what <laughs> I like to do. <laughs> But one, one of the great one of the, NLP course. Yeah, one of, one of the great things. About I'm a case study. I am every case study you dreamt <laughs> of to show your 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 guests and your course participants. You're going. This is what not to do, right? You know, on steroids, and, and this is not put on, by the way. No, there's no actors were were injured in the making of this course. You know, that's Except for George. <laughs> I'm not going to finish my last. Yeah, last do do finish that. Yeah. Story. 
the, the final bit is like, so, so when you're tired, what happens is after, you know, a few days, the person's getting tired. Then what happens is eventually, maybe day about three or four, they go, you know what? Feck this, you know, I'm allowed to, sorry. So, so, you know, I, like they say, you know what? That's it. I, I give up. I'm, I'm stopping trying so hard to think, ah, to, to yes. remember. Yes. Um, trying, because trying yep. implies failure to the subconscious mind, right? Okay, so we're, we're trying so hard to learn, to understand, to remember, la, la, la. And we eventually we give up. Eventually we give up and we say, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm just going to enjoy myself. And that's what I say when people come to me and say, I don't know if I'm taking all this in. I, don't. I say, it doesn't matter. Just relax. Just have fun. Just enjoy it. Just enjoy it. And yeah. eventually they, they switch off. That's when the learning starts because we know, we know, and any, any good teacher will know this, that for somebody to learn there's key things that the subconscious mind loves and we love fun. Yep. Yep. We love, easy. No, no. we love what's easy. We love stories. Okay, yep. we love excitement. They're the things we love. So we don't, when we're watching a film, we don't sit down and write everything down to remember the film. We remember it because we enjoyed it. We were open. We were relaxed. We, we get our popcorn out. We're not taking our notebook out to remember everything that we learned in the film. I have to try to remember it so hard. We, we say, you know what? I'm going to switch off for an hour and a half now. I want downtime. I want a no brainer. I don't want to think. I just want to watch a film and be entertained. And how can we remember everything? You know, I'm going to come back for a second. Happens. George might even say it in one of our shows not too long ago. I don't even know when because I don't. I, actually, I can't even remember. There's so many of them now. But it's we don't want to know. We learned. We don't want to notice. We learned. We wanted to be in the. As you said, I have it down. I'm going. I am so comfortable walking in that door. I'm not even paying a bloody attention to you. I'm, going, I'm over in the corner ordering a second cappuccino and a, and a double choc chocolate muffin. You might be trying to talk to the rest of the room and I'd be, so, no, I'm, I'm enjoying myself. This is my universe. So I'm yeah. learning. She told me to go over there and enjoy yourself, do what you want. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me, and you'll learn. And I says, oh, yeah, right, this is for me. If, yeah, that's your, if that's your setup, yeah. I'm going, oh, yeah. turn up sit around, have the muffins and the cappuccinos, and you won't even know you learned. And you'll come out the other side and you'll be the better for it. Oh, no, that, that's, yeah, that's the absolutely. sort of stuff I like. Yeah. Well, the, the, yeah. the interesting thing about film, because we talked about a movie just there, is unlike a photograph, which is similar to what you just now said about being in the past, every photograph is a moment captured sometime in the past. Every movie, regardless, like you, we will watch this show in the future. But when we we're will. watching you the won't. show, we no, will. No, no, hang on a second. We have to watch it finish. ten times each because we have to get those yeah, subscription yeah. numbers up. You won't even watch it. Like, <laughs> but the point George, is, George. Garvin, the garden, Garvin. The point is that at the point that you're watching this very moment, this interaction, you will be in the now. Every time you watch this film, at this particular point in time, you will be in that now, in this present. And I think that's that's what's key about a movie. A movie has a past, present, and future. But when you move the dial to wherever you want to go in that film, you're always in the present. And I think that's what... Except that the movie's called Back to the Future 1, 2, no, 3. No, no. Every moment, every moment in Back to the Future is in the present. You go and watch that movie. You can never be in the past. I'm only messing. I'm talking about the title, George. You didn't get <laughs> I know, it. I know. too sharp. But, I, but, but I'm, just, I'm just putting the point across. Because it's the same thing as what you're talking about. And, it, and I know that um, in the past when we've had... Uh, I, I learned computer programming, which is interesting because it's similar to what you're talking about in, in, in programming people. But I know that at, at, there would be these moments where you, you're struggling to find something. It's only at the moment you give up 
and let go that you suddenly the answer pops into your head and that's the same kind of process which i think is 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 quite interesting yeah yeah and on a spiritual note that's exactly why because whether you believe whether it whether you believe it's it's a spiritual thing or an energy thing or or scientific thing we know we're energy right because we know from quantum physics we're made up of energy so so i really believe and this is where it gets the woo woo bit you know i I have i have had really (laughs) weird experiences uh, unusual experiences more and more and more when i do my live trainings and the reason why i now believe and and uh, it's happening is because my conscious mind the same way as my students their conscious mind has switched off i am i am my conscious mind has switched off because i've, I've been doing eight nine hours a day of teaching right mm-hmm. and my conscious mind also has switched off because i'm tired right consciously so my conscious mind and i'm now just running from my subconscious because we know we're always alive but like yeah. as long as we're alive we're subconscious is awake i right? woke up dead this morning dead beat maybe so it's then it's then when that filter is switched off that you're exposed to more because that's what your conscious mind acts as your filter so that it, you don't go crazy i think that's yeah. deepak chopra yeah. tapping the universal conscious flow is yeah something no i like haven't that. had i haven't i'm not i'm not saying i'm i'm enlightened or i'm some sort yeah. of you know a guru but but i have had moments i've had moments no when... you've already got two superheroes or ones now i'm not letting <laughs> you have a third now on top yeah. of that yeah. But what I'm saying is the more you let your conscious mind switch off, that's when you're opening yourself up to other other messages that, yeah. that come up. And, yeah. and, and Carl Jung would talk about those sort of things in the dreams that he was he was having, and he he got into writing uh, yeah. all those dreams down and starting to explore them. And, and I think, you know, we, we have our own dreams where we're, we're seeing that we're being influenced. And a lot of different religions indicate during the dream world is where the messages get put through to you and you get influenced by what whatever it is that's out there and and again you've been talking about um the negative and the positive one of the things that um in christianity they talk about is that if you focus on on the negative and you fight whatever it is that's negative going against you you're actually got it all wrong if you focus on the positive and you and that the negative can't influence you because you've just yeah. shut it out completely. It's completely yeah. blanked out. And those those ideas, I think, are quite valid in, in what we're trying to talk about in this. That's world. why and George just switched me off. So he's got rid of the negative. He's actually turned it off altogether. He's muted me. And then yeah. he's got- you're muted. <laughs> well, again, again, it's one of the key principles of, of psychology, of all of these principles of human nature, because our subconscious mind knows better. It's our conscious critical mind that thinks and knows it all, but our subconscious mind knows better. And exactly what you're saying is the subconscious mind, for example, doesn't know the difference between what's real or imagined. It also doesn't know, yeah. doesn't understand, doesn't process a negative. So when we say something like, um, don't forget to um, watch watch our next podcast, that's the worst thing that you can say. Yeah. Because when we say, don't forget, like a hypnotist is not going to say that. Because what you're actually saying is to forget. Like, I'm not going to sit in front of a client and say, yes. don't forget um, to, to um, you know, eat your healthy foods or, or to you know, whatever I'm, I'm hypnotizing them for, because that's going to make them forget. Right. So instead you say, remember You're telling you. us that 83 shows in George has been ending every show with don't forget. 
we are our own worst enemies. Well, it's, Everybody it's one forgets. Of the, it's one of, the, it's one of the, the things I see in advertising all the time. You know, you know, people put in advertising, they don't forget to check this out, don't forget to la la la. You know, you tell your wife, don't forget to pick up the milk or whatever. And all we're doing is, that's what I mean by, this is what I mean by effective communication or not. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. If we're saying don't forget, then we're actually telling the person to forget. So it's the same principle as, as focus on what you want versus what you don't want. I get people every day that come along and say, okay, you know, and I say, well, okay, what would you like to get from our time together? And they say, well, I don't want to think about uh, um, cigarettes. Wanna, you know, I don't want to think about cigarettes. And go, okay. Someone else says, I don't want to think about um, chocolate. Someone else says, I don't want to think about my ex. And I, I, all of them, you have to kind of pull them out of it and kind of say, well, what do you want to think about? And they go, well, I don't want to be thinking about that anymore. So what do you want to think about it? And what happens is we have a part of our brain, our monitor, that looks out for danger. So when we say, um, don't, I don't want to think about cigarettes. I don't want to think about my ex anymore. I don't want to think about chocolate anymore. What happens is that monitor goes into alert and is looking out for that thing because it thinks it's a threat. Yeah. Don't forget about the right? white elephant in the room. Exactly. Yeah. Or the saber toothed tiger or whatever it is. So it's looking out for the danger. So what happens is you go into Tesco's with your shopping trolley. You're going down and you're saying, I'm not going to think about chocolate. I'm not going to think about chocolate. I'm not going to think about chocolate. Where do you end up? You end up in the nicey's aisle buying the chocolate because your monitor is going where is it where is it where is it where is it i've got to find the chocolate i've got to find uh -huh. chocolate so i know what to stay away from so i just want <laughs> excuse me i just want to thank our sponsors cadbury's and tesco's again <laughs> for daniel's <laughs> absolutely yeah so it's a key principle in life and everything you know we hear the sayings you get more what you focus on but people don't actually put it to use we it don't was, know what we want we've said this yeah. times. The we thing. know what we don't want more than we yeah. know what we want yeah but we're we're it's, we've 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 we are just going down the wrong pathway and i spent many years focusing on what i didn't want and when i remember was one of the first things it was actually in fact the thing that probably saved my life 12 years ago. And um, I remember hearing the saying, you get more of what you focus on. And I know this might sound a bit, ta a bit tack, a bit whimsical, but I, again, as I said, I was very practical. So I kept on thinking of that quote, you get more of what you focus on, you get more of what you focus on. And I understood the psychology of it at this stage. So I said, okay, I'm gonna put it to use. So what I did was I was 12 years ago, as you know, I went bankrupt. I lost my businesses. I, I had three restaurants and a gift shop. And in the recession in 2009, I lost everything. I lost my home. I lost my car. I lost every single thing that I had. I was penniless, broke, depressed. I got divorced. My dogs had died and I was suicidal. Right. And that's where my journey started. And I remember I was bitter at that time, at that point and angry, 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 angry at the world. And I thought nobody cared. And I remember when I learned this stuff, I said, OK, I'm going to put this to use because I was very practical. And I said, I'm going to make this work. So I said, OK, what if I think everybody is this is literally my thought pattern. I think everybody is out to get me. People don't care. People are shallow. People are selfish. So what if I start and I know our words of power, I know that our thought our thoughts create a neural pathway that strengthens. And the more we think it, the more the neural pathway strengthens. The stronger the neural pathway, the stronger the emotions. And I know when we speak words out loud, those neural pathways get even stronger. So, okay, I'm gonna put this to use. So I went outside, it was completely selfish at the start, just for my own gains, for me to feel better. But I started to look at people and say, okay, I'm gonna find the beauty in this person. And it's as, as corny as that sounds. You're lucky you didn't meet me, Jen. There's <laughs> <laughs> loads of beauty in you, Garvin. There's tons of beauty in you. And I said, okay, I'm going to look for the beauty in this person. 
Okay. And at the start, it was difficult because I had become so angry at the world. And I thought nobody cared. I thought nobody really cares. Everyone's just out for themselves. So I said, I'm going to find the beauty. And at the start, it was difficult. So I said, okay, I'm going to look for what's vulnerable. And there's vulnerability in our soul. So when I could find the vulnerability, then I could connect because we know that we like people that are yeah. like us, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So I found a similarity because I felt vulnerable. So once I started finding that, I could start seeing the beauty. I could say, well, this person is beautiful. I'm not just talking about aesthetic beautiful. I'm talking about inside beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what changed my life. That sentence, you get more what you focus on, started to teach me how to focus on what I do want. Focus on that and you get more of it because people say, oh, yeah, that's all fluff. It's not fluff. No, it's, it's a law of attraction. Literally. Everything yeah. out there says a law yeah. of attraction. And again, the other sayings like, is the more you give, the more you get. And if absolutely. you ask the universe, it will give. If you didn't ask, yeah. how could you expect it? Now, I'm going to throw exactly. in a bit, little bit of imagery because what, again, as I said, you, everyone's speaking, and depending on what mind you have, I'm seeing images. Now, you were saying, you know, about the beauty and all that, and I started hearing, oh, beauty and the beast. So there, we know who's the beauty and the beast in this conversation. <laughs> But, you know, and that was what I started seeing. But then we know the film and we know Beauty and the Beast and we know you found the beauty in the beast. But at the same time, then I was remembering a classic episode of George in Seinfeld. And I was going, every decision he made in life was wrong. That's what the episode was about. So the, the, other, the other character said, whatever your natural instinct is now, do the opposite. So he... Yeah. He saw a beautiful girl at the, at the coffee shop bar and he, he says, never in a million years will I go up to her. And, you know, because I know, because in my chitter chara box, we go, rejected this. We know, I've done it a hundred times before. Reject, reject, reject. So he went straight up and said, I'm George. How are you? I'm an unemployed accountant living with me, mammy. I'm broke and I, 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 I suffer from diabetes. <laughs> and your one turned around and go, Jesus, that's great. Would you like a date? You go, it's, it's, it worked. So, and Absolutely. then every decision after that, we told the boss what he thought of him. We did, and it's like, oh, they love the honesty. So actually, every, your natural, as you said, I think what's going on in Seinfeld language, you mentioned it again, was your subconscious, which is the better one, is a low talker. Whereas your chitter chatter box is a high talker. So he, he's louder. And you're trying to make them the opposite, because then you're in, what you'll get is what you want. Whereas yeah. you're, 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 you're already hedging the bets against yourself if you, you're, if you yourself are your own worst critic. I, th yeah. I think this, there's something interesting yeah. in, in listening to the dialogue there as well, because one of the, one of the key things I Tank think Seinfeld, is... Tank Seinfeld, Jerry Seinfeld, for, for yeah. just, for that's just in case there's any copyright issues on that. Yeah, one. absolutely. <laughs> no, what, one of the interesting things there is that if you... If if you go inward and look at yourself and start chitter-chattering too much, you end up blocking yourself. But if you do what Daniel was talking about there, which was to, to start to look within the other person to see what the goodness is within them, which and, and, and the strength is actually where the vulnerability comes out. And, yeah. I, and I think it's only because we're, we're seeing champions who, who have basically found themselves crumbling to the floor. Yeah. And they've been wiped out. Everything they thought they knew had just been destroyed, decimated. And I know that from my experience of, of, of being in the college. You know, I was a filmmaker. That part of my life changed. I then became a lecturer. And the moment I got my master's degree and I thought, great, I can do all this stuff. It was like the whole thing was just swept away from me. I was never going to get a chance to do it in that in that environment. 
but I think what what I like what you were talking about there, Danielle, about um, looking in as say, and as opposed to seeing being angry about the world and, and and what everybody else was doing to you, because because I I hear that with a lot of people saying, oh, they're doing this, and they go off on this tantrum of of uh, they they come out with all these different things that are going on that they imagine, and their imagination takes them on this journey, and you kind of go. But that person doesn't know that you think that of them because they never have said that or they have done. It's just your perception. But yeah. once they can close that down and then start to look at the other person and start to, as you say, be with them, be there in the moment, be there and open up to them. Because I think that's 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 something I noticed in, in, in a counselling session that I was once before. I opened up and they didn't close me back. And I went to a lecture of 150 people and the whole thing crashed because I felt completely open and I couldn't take the stresses of what was going on from the people there. So that 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 one-to-one -one type thing where you open up, you can start to see the goodness of, of people around you and start to accept them for who they are and not to judge. I think that judgment is is the key thing. Don't judge because you'll be judged. Unless you're and, Judge and I think Judy, that's very important. then you can judge. But if you're not no. Judge Judy, don't judge. <laughs> I think, I think, but I think, I think that's important, yeah. But, but even Judge Judy is, only, is not judging the person, is judging the actions of things that are going on. And in many ways, is is counselling those people to help them move away from what they were doing to see to see the blind spots of where they were going wrong. Those, I think, they're very important things that are going on. So that that's actually, I I, I felt rewarded from that whole conversation anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so likewise. Yeah. So I think that makes a lot of sense on what you're saying about judging. Um, yeah, exactly. You know, one of the things we always we we know as as coaches, as counselors, as therapists, whatever, as, as human beings, is that um, our biggest fear is being judged and not being good enough. You know, mm. so uh, you know, it's, it's Judge uh, Dread. Yeah. I'm reminded of Judge Dread as well. The judge actually, we're judge and jury. That's the weird yeah. thing. We 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 yeah. we're, we're our own judge yeah. and jury, yeah. but we're not qualified. Um, and we no, haven't got no. all the facts. Yeah, and what's important uh, is to focus on the action, the behavior versus the person. You know, mm. to, to focus on what what maybe what somebody has done if it's not a good thing. You know, the evidence. Like, That's it. You're sorry. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't mean that you are a bad person. So you don't have to judge the person. So, like for example, we've all done things that are wrong. We've all made mistakes, but that doesn't mean we're bad people. So it's 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 very important to differentiate that if you're talking to your partner and instead of saying you know oh you're stupid or you're mean or you're horrible or you're, you're this or you're the other say okay what you did was wasn't that nice there's a, there's a, there's a big separation yes. between those two yeah. you know and that's important to keep in mind and even with ourselves to say that instead of saying oh i'm so stupid or i'm hopeless or i'm useless because you did something i mean yesterday i was coaching somebody and and this person said um this person said to me that oh i'm no good i'm no good when i'm no good and um, I, I'm just, I'm just, um, what she, she says, she said, uh, basically, I'm not, I'm not, I, I'm, I'm no good. Uh, and I said, why? And she said, because she was saying that she didn't have time for work because her kids were sick. So, so she, so I said, so because your kids are sick and you're taking your time to concentrate and focus on your kids, you are hopeless. You are, you know, she was mm. making these big grandiose statements. So, so it's important to put it in proportion that what, you know, I am, we know are the two most powerful words that we say, yes. what comes after it, right? So instead of saying, I am no good, I am hopeless, I am I am a waste of space, all these kind of things we say, we might put it in perspective and say, well, okay, at the moment, 
I haven't done this great because la 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 la, but it's a behavior. It's not who we are. So there's a big differentiation. And I think a lot of people who are coming up to retirement or are finding that their jobs suddenly disappear define themselves based on the job. And you kind of go, no, that's not yeah. who you are. You're somebody much richer than just that one little label, which is why I'm not an editor and why Garvin is not an accountant. We're not any of those things. That's just a small little aspect of our lives. No, I'm, so having, to say, I'm having the opposite problem, George. I've been going, I am great. I am beautiful. I am gorgeous. <laughs> I'm gorgeous, Garvin. And everyone should, actually, everyone loves me. I, I don't interact with them to find out the answer, to find out the opposite. As I, I, I have that aura about myself. I'm great. But I mean, <laughs> the, the, the problem is the unrealistic expectations as no one knows, no one is affirming the fact, no one is in agreement, no one cares, but I have no problem because it's my universe and all that matters is me because if I'm not here, the rest is irrelevant. Well, that's so. good. I mean, that's, that's fine. If we're saying I am I'm not that bad. I'm only making that up. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I remember as a seven-year-old, we used to have we used to have these conversations with the kids in the in in, in the rest of the the playground, and uh, we were philosophising more than anything else. And we we're going to go. Do you think that when that person goes around the corner, they actually just switch off and life goes? And that sounds like Garvin's world. He's still a seven-year-old. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I think. And he stopped. The, he I, stopped. I, I called him the Peter Pan syndrome. I'm the boy that never grew up. Now, maybe Danielle's Tinkerbell. I'm not too sure. That could be another one of our superpowers. We need to be the Peter Pan and Tinkerbell to have that adventurism, to have that wistfulness, to have that freedom to, you know, not care and be playful. Because if that's gone, then everything else was work. And that's the thing. I don't, I mean, the work was only ever to get to the other, I think. I think, I think that's right. Yeah. Unfortunately... <laughs> We've actually reached the end of the show. It's uh, it's 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 actually been a really in-depth conversation that we've had, uh, and I've kind of liked it. We've gone into a little bit about hypnosis and how NLP is actually connected to it. But I think what we've got into is this this real sense of how, when we get down to it, all human beings have a sort of the chitter chatter box inside that tends to be very negative towards them and tends to put them off things. And whenever we say don't do something, we tend to do it all the time. But when we can switch that off, and, and I love the fact that Danielle was talking about her courses tend to be eight hours long, eight days long, or whatever, or seven days long. And, and by, before, by the end of it, you get exhausted so that your, your trying switches off. And you are so exhausted and that that's the moment when you start to pick things up and the eureka moments actually start to happen. And yeah. because you're no longer fighting it, you start to absorb what's going on. And I think that's really, really good. And one of, the, one of the lovely things I liked was the sense that if you can get to the point where you stop looking at the world and being cynical and start to see the best of everything, including Garvin, the best of his little world no, no, that he's the in. The beast, the beast, and the beauty. And the beast here, that's yes. in it. But that beast, that ugly little monster that's there, like the little leprechaun that we saw earlier on, is actually a person in need and has all these vulnerabilities. And usually when you show your vulnerabilities, other people want to come and help. There's an interesting thing. Other people want to come and help you, help you make you feel better. So there's, there's me, the way we help connect you, Help me, help you, help you. Know, that's it. That's the key thing. Well, nor normally I'd say... Um, Thank you very much, Daniel, for, for being with us. And I'd go on to Garvin. But today I'm going to go and say, Daniel, would you like a last little word before I pass on to Garvin? 
Mm, okay, last of the word. I would say, well, that was a pleasure. That was lovely and very in-depth. And I think Garvin, in, in amongst all his, his messing and joking, has some very deep messages in there also, you know. And and if we were to take it that Garvin is like a seven-year-old, he's taken everything in we've said here like a sponge. You know, people always say to me, oh, kids don't listen. How do we tell them they're never paying attention? Talk to them anyway, because just like Garvin, you know, even when you think they're not listening, they are taking everything in like a sponge okay distraction is wonderful it's a great deflection of the conscious mind so um we want to distract and deflect so the key messages go in subconsciously so um think about how you can distract and deflect like garvin today and yeah. and get your your key messages your subliminal messages into somebody there for, yeah. for their watch out for the pricing on nlp courses and the black belt mastermind from <laughs> daniel serpico because her little <laughs> trick there now is it's eight days a week i believe is a song out there eight days a week i can charge you for that's what you have to watch out for it's the little trick of hypnotism but i like it and garvin we have to, actually the reality of the whole thing is that we need to be more like you because you're the great master teacher that we should be following at the end of the day now and i have to be more like you lot which is very depressing so i mean <laughs> I think we've come to the agreement that we need to be more like you. We need to be more childish. We need to let the inner child out and and yeah. blossom in the world. No, you and, need to be more like chase me. After Handsome, beautiful, bold. <laughs> I'm sorry, what's that word? Audacity. Have the audacity to go out there and do what you need to do. Whatever the bears are doing in the woods, you can leave that out. But apart from that... <laughs> <laughs> Look, thanks everybody for listening to the show. And we'll say bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> All the best. Thanks a lot. Hope you enjoyed this video. Please subscribe and click on the bell for notifications.